regularly making sure social media platforms are aware of the latest narratives dangerous to public health. You shouldn't be banned from one platform and not others uh, if you are for uh, uh, providing misinformation out there. Algorithms, I don't know how they work, but they all do know how they work. Public has a right to know. That's the point that we're making, and we're dealing with a life or death issue here, and so everybody has a role to play in making sure there's accurate information. I can say good evening because we're recording this Thursday evening, and it's going to be instantly uploaded. You're listening to Blue Collar Blacklisted Podcast. I am your host, Stanley Hudson, joined by Captain Reverso and our executive producer, Buford. Hey, what is our, our phone number? Because you can call in now. Because somebody yeah, actually emailed wanting to call in. That's 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Every Thursday, 561-363-6060. And we're at 28 reviews on Apple. I don't know where we're on the other stuff. I'd like to hit 50. Or, I mean, we've got, like, oh, way more listeners than that. <laughs> Like is it is it too much to ask for a couple more? I know. I don't, I don't know why people don't do that, but I mean, we. I mean, I called somebody else specifically yeah. last week. I don't know why Keith still hasn't done that yet. Keith, yeah. come on, <laughs> for realsies. So anyway, uh, yeah. Hey, another exciting week. Tons of stuff. Had to admit a lot of things for time constraints. Like what? A lot of stuff. A whole lot of stuff. Reverso said that it looked like I wrote a book on this notepad. <clears throat> and pretty much if I don't say where something is from, it'll be from the Gateway Pundit because there's a lot of election stuff and they're, they're always at the forefront of anything with election fraud or election-related issues. They're pretty much the best. They're always on time. Well, I mean, because they're one of the only media outlets that, that focus on it. So, But first, we're on Breitbart because Donald Trump announced his 2024 candidacy at least 12.5 million watched Trump 2024 announcement live. I watched the whole thing. Did anybody else? I did, except for when it was freezing and skipping. Because I was watching it on Rumble. I watched it on Rumble. What Why internet service know? do you have? Cricket? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. Well, Verizon. Well, hey, listen. This Actually, is sorry, sorry. T-Mobile now. We switched. Oh, okay. T-Mobile. Maybe that's why it was freezing and skipping then. No comments, no crazy comments. Well, yeah. Unedited. Uh, yeah. Unfiltered. The person that we called out about the review, he said his was skipping and freezing up like that, too. Did he say anything about the review leaving? Uh, no, no, he didn't. Okay, well. Did you tell him it wasn't a joke? Keith, it's not a joke. Cool. <clears throat> yeah, at least 12.5 million Americans watched some or all of former President Donald Trump's 2024 campaign announcement speech live on Tuesday night. Television and digital re ratings reveal... Fox surged to more than 5.16 million viewers during the Trump announcement, 929,000 in the key 25 to 54 age key demographic. CNN soared to 2.43 million viewers, including 656,000 in the key demographic. Newsmax, which carried Trump's announcement live, also saw a surge in viewers up to 1.13 million total viewers, which 195,000 were in the key demographic. And so one of the things that that disproves is everything you're hearing in the mainstream media. And I got like uh, a surprising amount of people asking me this week via email and text and even in person that, you know, oh, Trump or DeSantis, come on, man, this is a no brainer. And obviously y'all don't listen to our show if you're asking me that, but uh, 
the the mainstream media is dude out in full force saying that he's done because of what happened in the midterms, and I think that that damn near anything couldn't be more f- further from the truth. <clears throat> so when you say what happened in the midterms, what do you mean by that? Well, they because were trying. You just said they were trying to pin the the key uh, losses. Yeah. The, well. Yeah, the key losses, but the ones that are the most overt, like the big name races. And so again, we we talked about what his track record was, and it ended up being like two hundred plus uh, endorsements won, and around 20, 20 two, losses. Two sixteen to nineteen. There you have it. So two wow. sixteen to nineteen, which is huge. And not to mention Nancy Pelosi is is retiring her leadership role. Clyburn is retiring re- retiring his leadership role as the uh, House uh, Whip, Majority Whip, and there's another one I did to lose me at the moment that's uh, that, that's uh, relinquishing one of his leadership positions as well. Mitch McConnell? No, uh, no not quite. Okay. But so no, these are all good things, man. And I th- and, and we'll get into the to the fraud aspect here in a minute as far as what things may may or may not look like in the future. And again, I, I think I'll admit that as far as the way the midterms went, I'm not. We talked about this last. We didn't talk about this last week. Okay, well. I'm not surprised. I've talked about it so much. I'm not really surprised. Nothing surprised me as far as the way that panned out. Um, no, no big, no big surprises to me. Uh, control of the House. I felt confident they they would be able to keep the Senate because of fraud. And uh, there's plenty of plenty of instances of fraud. But uh, I'm just glad to see that, that he's running again, having success. And I don't think you know. So Pence. And I th- Pence did this big interview. Right. Well, they want you to think it was big yeah. on on MSNBC with a David Muir guy. It was just this overly dramatic. And, and I debated whether we should play this or not, just for time wise, just like twelve minutes. We can put a link in there so people can listen to it if you don't want to play it. I do and I don't because man, it, it, that could break down into such a long conversation. Um, but he was just selling himself as this guy that just operates on integrity and like he's put prayerful thought. I put prayerful thought into. See what happens when you start talking about pants. Yeah, here come the helicopters. The helicopters. I put a prayerful thought into running in 2024, which you should put. I'm just tired of that shtick, man. Like the whole prayerful, you know, solemn, stoic, quiet guy. That's man. I think they're landing this time. It's pretty close. Live. Maybe we've been swatted. Hey, look, that would be a badge of honor. That would mean we've arrived. No, do not swat me. <laughs> no. So anyway, that would be bad. Yeah, don't do that. That would be that would not be good. Um, but no, and but it's in, in reverse. We even said that it was your mother that yeah, thought, thought that was a positive interview with Mike Pence, and so you might fool some people, but there's no way, dude. Like there, no possible way. Mike's Mike Pence stands a fair chance against Donald Trump. I mean, dude, and there's, I don't know how the the, the money laundering aspect of that particular uh, phenomenon works when they're campaigning and like Beto O'Rourke, for an example, thrice failed at the, at these positions. So as governor, senator, president, he's failed at all those. And so, man, they've wasted millions on his campaign. Millions. And you know this dude's a dud. Where'd all that money really go? So you, you you're telling me you spent every dime of that on and so, that likewise, the same thing with Pence. Like, you guys know this dude stands no chance. All that money ain't going where they're saying it's going, dude. That's you think all. they really know he don't stand a chance? 
look, man, Vegas, the Vegas bookies, the way like fights and stuff like, man, dude, no way. Like the odds makers are all, you know, really, they, they, they have all, they've done all their homework. They have all the data and man, they're usually, I mean, they have a good track record, right? There's no way. There is no way with all the think tanks, political analysis, uh, data points. No, this dude stands no chance. They, they, in a fair election, this absolutely you can't even say fair election yeah. anymore because I don't know when the last time we had a fair election was. So that goes out the window. We, but that was that's still my point though. If if you had a fair election, I mean, could he win a fraudulent election? Probably. I mean, anybody can win a fraudulent election if they cheat for you. But it's a bit it, like Katie Hobbs. Oh yeah, I mean exactly like that. We'll get into that, but. uh yeah, we'll, we'll like we'll, Joe Biden. We'll circle back into in, into that, but first we want to talk about what you brought up last week before it was like a big deal. Who me? Yeah, FTX. Oh, you yeah. brought that up before like the the dam broke. Yeah, like, I know because they realized I'm a forecaster. Oh yeah. Well, the thing was though is that uh, lo and behold, we everybody knew that that uh, Ukraine was a laundromat for American politicians to clean up some money, but no nobody knew exactly the mechanics of it and how it was working. But people also did know that these weapons weren't getting to their final destination to the tune of roughly 20% were making it where they needed to go. And so, uh, gateway pundit. Zelensky calls... Th- this was... This was first. Coincidence. Zelensky calls for peace just days after FTX, which is this cryptocurrency company is caught funneling millions of Ukraine aid dollars to U.S. Democrats to the tune of $50 million. And so basically the way this worked, and I'm not a financial guru, that is Buford's job. Not quite. Well, so we send foreign aid over. Zelensky buys buys currency in FTX. FTX, this, this dweeb, what is this guy's name again? Bankman Freed? That yeah. guy with yeah. the sweet hairdo that that's really just a fall guy because this guy didn't come up with anything. Like he's the fall guy. And so then he fifty million of it goes back to Democrat Democrat campaigns for the midterms. So Ukraine dirty, just like I predicted. Again, man, you don't have to to know the ins and outs of it. Your gut feeling tells you these rat pieces of garbage, this is what they do. They were laundering money, going right back to their campaign so they could help cheat the midterms, dude. That's what they do. So there you have it. To recap, for the people in the back of the room that still don't get it, because they there are some, our tax dollars, future tax dollars, really, went to Ukraine. Zelensky buys funds in this crypto. He buys this this cryptocurrency. So then now this guy has it, and it goes right back to the Democrats. Which is set up in the Bahamas. Yes, which is where he was at, but they, I think they've extradited him. Is that correct? They're working on it. I okay. don't think they've done it yet. Said it was his girlfriend's fault. Yeah, well, and also, man, it, it was a completely weird, weird setup because there was quite a few of them living in this house in the Bahamas. Was Bill Clinton living in this house? He was there a lot. Well, I don't know about a lot, but he was there. Um, but the thing is, when I say quite a few of them, like – they would, men and women were living in this house, and one of them would date a girl, and then they'd break up, and then the other one would date the same girl, all living in the same house. Where, where were you reading this? It's all over, man. You, you know, yeah. wherever you want to read it. Like I, I so was, yeah. And 
So, like how, how many people roughly are you talking? I think there's eight or ten of them in there. Really? Like the top executives from FTX. We should say top executives. It's just these punk kids that got probably propped up by the people in the Democrat Party. Is what he's I would a, get. Man, he's an MIT grad, and he worked for a very high-end investment firm in New York. How old is he? He's like 30-something, early 30s. And he broke off and set up his own deal, set this up. And but he, then how did he get in with such high-level Democrats like, he's like that naturally fast? gifted. His parents. And he's like, not... Na- okay, I'm, I'm listening. I'm no, sorry. I'm talking about... Right, no, I get it, I get yeah, it, I get I'm it. I'm talking about intellectually. Um, but, man, the thing is, they have... He's brought... He's given equity of this company to a lot of celebrities. And now, they're getting sued on this, too. And when I say... Celebrities like Tom Brady, Steph Curry. Um, Look, I know a little bit of sports. Seth Curry's the Golden State guy, right? Mm-hmm. Just because he's a big dumb lib. Yeah, I mean, there's you, like, does that offend you? No. Okay. Yeah, there's there's quite a few, and the thing that but makes this they, they, so they are getting sued. Yeah, they're being brought in on this lawsuit here too. And how is that? Uh, through, let's see, here it is, right here. It, and this is through Market Watch. Um, representatives for Curry, Brady, and FTX did not respond to Market Watch request for comment on this story. There's celebrity CEOs in this space as well as celebrity crypto entrepreneurs, uh, the chair of Securities and Exchange Commission said on CNBC last week after the news broke of FTX's liquidity issues but prior to the bankruptcy announcement. The public can fall prey to their promotions, their marketing, and the like, because he was using these celebrities and stuff to really prop this up. Mm-hmm. And um, it said that uh, he was making a personal loan, multiple personal loans from FTX to himself, like to the tune of like a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Democrat. Well, I'm just saying, dude, like, oh, he's gifted. And maybe he is, but he doesn't. I mean, he seems like maybe he doesn't have common sense. Is that a fair statement? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. And and but to, to help the people out that don't know, and myself included, because I do not know, but I think I do, FTX would be a cryptocurrency the same in as like Bitcoin, right? Uh, not, not, it, was, um, it was like an exchange program is what it was like Binance and stuff. So now you have this Binance, which is um, is is owned by a guy in China. And they were big rivalries, FTX and, and Binance. And now that guy... Who is the one that caused the run on FTX? Was it that guy? I, I don't know, but it says that... I mean, man, it's... Um, all this stuff is coming out now. And like right here, it says nobody knows who the biggest customer creditors are of FTX. So there's like this stuff is starting to be peeled back like the layers of an onion. And this is literally like the first or second layer. I mean, man, there's, there's no telling what's, what's going to happen. Because he had another entity apart from FTX called Alameda Research. And they loaned $4.1 billion out to entities, including Bankman Free, which is, they call him SBF. You'll see those initials. That's what they refer to him as. 
and his closest partners. So they loaned out $4.1 billion, with a B. So this is bigger than Enron. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the lawyer that represented in, in Enron in their bankruptcy is now representing them. Really? And so the author that wrote um, the book and, and set out for the movie for uh, what's the uh, – the guy that um, big short, the big short, him, Moneyball, yes, those two. Moneyball was a joke. Oh, is that real? I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. Oh, yes, okay. yeah. And so, um, he has been with SBF for the last six months. They've already been working on a book and a movie, and then all this stuff happened, and the email was leaked like yesterday that he is trying to sell the movie rights to this. Who is? The, the, the author. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, it's, man, it, it's just, it's crazy. Oh, and now the victims are setting up GoFundMe fundraisers to get some of their money back. Well, they don't have to do that. They can just have the Democrat Party give their stuff back, which they don't want to talk about. You know, they, they asked what's uh, Maxine Waters, and she didn't want to talk about it. Oh, we were, were the Republicans and Democrats were both recipients. Number one, that's most likely not true, eh, but now it could be. Lindsey Graham was probably the recipient, and he needs to give that money. I mean, seriously, are are you going to give that back? Which that that doesn't belong to them, but really belong. So who does it go back to though? Like the taxpayers need their money back. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Because I didn't buy into this. So now it says the new CEO of FTX, John Ray, who is tasked with overseeing the company's bankruptcy, whether it be in the Bahamas or Delaware. Uh, he said it most aptly. Never in my career have I seen such a complete failure of corporate controls and such a complete absence of trustworthy financial information as occurred here. From compromised systems integrity and faulty regulatory oversight abroad to the concentration of control in the hands of a very small group of inexperienced, unsophisticated, and potentially compromised individuals. This situation is unprecedented. But see, he's even saying the guy's unsophisticated, but that's the thing, too. When you talk about regulatory issues, the people that should have been regulating it were the beneficiaries of the corruption in the United States government, these Democrats, dude. So, I mean, it was a massive conflict of interest. It's completely corrupt, and this is exactly how countries fail. Is is Stuff like this goes unabated and continues, and this is nothing new. This is just one that got caught out in the open. Yeah, and so, like, you remember... Bitcoin was up to like 69,000. Okay. You know what it's at right now? Mm -mm. Take a guess. Oh, it's in the dirt, I'm sure. 15,000. 16, 7. 16, 7. You had celebrities taking their bonuses and everything on Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. And like these sports figures and stuff taking their signing <laughs> bonuses and everything. But, but this is only because they're both digital. Is that correct? Yeah. And, and like it so is. People, so people are scared of it because it's digital. Is, is that what you're telling me? Well, it just proves that it's not as secure as everybody was saying. Mm -hmm. Everybody was saying, oh, yeah, this this crypto digital is way more secure. And look, I mean, you got to. Uh, and if you were listening to any other show but this, that, dude, right now it would be an ad for Goldline. So, Goldline, call me. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yes, I mean, it's. Um, 
It says he's particularly stunned by the magnitude of the losses at FTX, estimating it to be somewhere in the order of $10 billion. So, I mean, it's, but like you had Bill Clinton down there hanging with him. Well, Bill Clinton was, I mean, he was, he was there for the uh, sex and then he stayed around for the money. So, yeah. Yeah. But mainly when he heard that, you know, there were 10 females living there and they were passing around, get a little bit in on that action. <laughs> you know what I mean? So here's the thing. Circling, circling back to this. Zelensky wanted the peace. So scroll down so I can see the tweet. And so this is a, a tweet from uh, Real News. The liberation of Kherson marks the, quote, beginning of the end of the war with Russia. Ukrainian President Zelensky said on a visit to the city, Ukraine is moving forward and ready to ready for peace, he told soldiers, after their scheme went belly up. But then this next story happened, which I'm sure everybody is wholly familiar with at this point because we're on the post-millennial breaking. U.S. official now admits blast in Poland caused by stray missile fired by Ukraine. This is the one that Zelensky, as of the time of this recording, is still claiming was a Russian missile and trying to implore NATO and the United States, everybody to escalate this with Russia. So, and like now even Democrats are all, everybody's starting to get confused and finally hit the brakes on what everybody with a brain has been saying the whole time. Like this little whack job, you see that the difference is, man, this dude controls this state run media in Ukraine. So the people that are calling this guy, you know, George Washington and all these positive things, this dude is a tyrant. He's a little thug tyrant crook. And if what we just exemplified doesn't tell you that, then this should that, so I don't know how that happened. If it was something with you know like a, a missile deterrent system that that I think went that's around, what they said it went it went astray. And but see, he's still he's still telling the citizens of his country because he runs the media that now oh, Russia did this, and now NATO needs to get like the NATO nations yeah. need to get involved. But uh, forget about that, man. But, well, the reality reality is, if NATO gets involved, they're going to attack you because you're the one that did it. <laughs> like, yeah. So, but but that's the thing. This guy has zero, like. Think about this for a second. We are supposed to care about Ukraine, but it's obvious that Ukraine doesn't care about us. They only care about themselves at everybody else's expense. So in this extremely selfish behavior from this guy that, you know, quote, unquote, this, remember, this dude was George Washington mixed with, I mean, uh, William Wallace. I mean, he's Braveheart, dude. Remember this? Yes. Right. So, and he's just escalating, 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 escalating. After you just got caught in this scheme, funding the American Democrats. Do you think this ties into anything having to do with, like, Pelosi and them kind of wanting to step away from power since they were over there just, you know, a few months ago parading around with him? Yeah, I, that's very, very possible. I think, which then again with Pelosi and the, the things, the, this oddball thing that happened with her husband in San oh, Francisco. Yeah. I mean, that, that, whole, that whole weirdo crazy nonsense combined with the fact that you know i'm rambling here but and and we're darting all over the place but combined with the fact that they're doing what they've always done they're lying they're trying to convince you that donald trump has no pull and no power but the the proof is in the pudding they're stepping down this dude again the midterms did not go the way they wanted even with their cheating and that's the beauty of it like oh you can't win because they're cheating 
that's not true. And we're going to get into that later in the show. Some of the things that people did to avert it is some of the things that are happening. There's a lot of good things happening, man. And again, I'm going to save, I'm going to save that. So it just doesn't get all discombobulated, but this, this dude here, the, the world is starting to realize what we've been saying the whole time. And a lot of common sense people have been saying the whole time that this is a bad deal. This dude is escalating and trying to pull everybody into a fight for his own benefit and do this, this you you could trigger nuclear warfare global nuclear warfare and annihilation you're talking millions of deaths and and that, and does this guy seem to give a crap oh not so, as long as he's getting his money that's what it seems like to me yeah and like the SBF guy he's 30 years old and it said that he had promised to spend far more on democrats moving forward predicting in may that he'd fund north of a hundred million dollars to Democrats, mm-hmm. and he had a soft ceiling of one billion dollars for the twenty twenty four elections if Donald Trump ran. Yeah, exactly. So, and and again, who who, what political party comprised the majority of people on the the uh, regulatory committees? Democrats. Yeah. So, they dude. It's, it's it's ultimate corruption. That's the thing. So you need. You need, and this is the thing you have to fight, so it's not just blatant election fraud, it's them peddling disinformation with money from extremely corrupt endeavors like this. And can you imagine what on earth would happen to you if you if you did one one-thousandth of that? You'd be in prison. Yeah. yeah. But they do this every day, and then their husbands have sex with male prostitutes and beat them with hammers <laughs> and all kinds of stuff like that. That's true. Yeah. Allegedly. Oh my goodness. What's next? I'm just fascinated with the whole FTX deal because it's man, it'll be interesting to see what happens with well, that or don't happen. Oh, I agree. But we're gonna move full fledged, full force, hundred miles an hour, bang, right into the election fraud. So go for it. This is uh Obama in two thousand eight talking about voting machines and election fraud. So we're just gonna we're gonna come out of the gate with this and this will be a warm up for what we're about to get into. Well, I tell you what, it, it helps in Ohio that we got uh, Democrats in charge of the machines. Um, but, but look, I come from Chicago, so, so I want to be honest. It's not as if it's just Republicans who have monkeyed around with elections in the past. Sometimes Democrats have to. You know, whenever people are in power, they're, you know, they have this tendency to try to, you know, tilt things in their direction. You don't say. Yeah. Safe and secure elections. Move right into the next one. Hey, that, that Waukesha guy got sentenced today. Oh, yeah. It's like a thousand years. Uh, I'm sorry. What was it? How many? It was like, I think a thousand years or something. Really? The one that was defending himself. It's like 1,037 years or something. He should have got a better lawyer. <laughs> no, he would get Well, the thing was, I think we talked about it. It wasn't him because he cut his, he cut oh, his yeah, hair yeah. off, and then yeah. he said he didn't identify his. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> so you can't really blame him. No. Maybe, maybe he's going to be wearing nappies in jail. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. So... Just like he, and this is a Republican, by the way, we're going to be talking about. And, and those who were paying attention to the 2020 election still would know this particular guy. So 
uh, we are on the post-millennial again, revealed top Maricopa County election official donated to far-left resistant group Patriot Takes. Scroll down a little bit. So it's this creep right here. Uh, Richter uh, is, is his last name. Like, I just remember him for that dude. Hor- like, his hair makes Bernie Sanders' hair yes. look, like, orderly and normal. Nothing says pedophile more than that guy. Well, <laughs> I agree. But, dude, you... It's just, but because it's like the Bernie Sanders where he's got the ring, like where he's bald on top. It's really thin on top. And then like the sides are combed forward. It's, dude, he's just awful looking. I have to agree. Like you, you know, and I'm he's not. He's not even that old. No, he's not. And I'm not saying you are a pedophile, but I agree with Reverso. You definitely, you definitely look like one. And I think that's fair. <clears throat> On Monday, it was revealed the top, that top Maricopa County election officer, Stephen Richter, who helped to oversee elections in Arizona, donated to the far-left resistant group Patriot Takes. He was a never-Trump guy, anyway. And, and I remember when, when some of the, the people that had signed sworn affidavits were testifying under oath in front of the, the, the legislature in 2020. This guy routinely mocked the people that were testifying, and these people were, were risking their safety doing what they were doing. And then he just sat there and mocked the crowd. He was a, he's a dirtbag. Patriot Takes is a hybrid pack that describes itself on Twitter as a group of dedicated researchers monitoring and exposing right-wing extremism and other threats to democracy. And so there's his donation. Let's see what that says. Scroll down. Yeah. So that's Meg Cunningham on Twitter News. Stephen Richter, the Maricopa County Recorder, is launching a pact to support Republicans running for non-federal Arizona offices who, quote, acknowledge the validity of the 2020 election and condemn the events of January 6, 2021 as a terrible result of the lies told about the November election. Does that seem like a, uh impartial, objective guy? Nope. Absolutely not. You got an agenda, dude. And so hit the next one. And so after the events that happened in Maricopa County where they counted for a week and, uh, you know, Carrie Lake ultimately got the shaft to do the exit polls. The exit polls were were accurate in everywhere except for Pennsylvania and Arizona, well, and New Mexico and Nevada. Um, Ohio and Florida, everything's accurate, dude. There's a reason. And there's so many never-Trumpers and, and Democrats in these places and these strongholds. We obviously outlined a lot of the fraud last week that Project Veritas found in real time on Election Day in some of the Democrat strongholds. But there, people are suing trying to stop the certification in Pennsylvania and in Arizona. Don't know what degree of success they'll have. I would believe that the possibility is low. But... Here is the first meeting since, and this woman at one point directly addresses the guy that that was donating to these like extremist Antifa left wing style causes. So uh, I thought this was pretty rich. And after her, we'll go right into from the same meeting, Matt Baker, which I think was the guy that was in California with the dreadlocks, the white guy a year ago that was going off on the COVID mandates. Yeah. That was like so. Yeah. Beast mode. Yeah. So we'll have him just after her. So let's hit it. Good morning. Good morning. I'm Raquel Contachassi. I'm also a fourth generation Arizonan, which I know we're a little rare, but I know this state, love this state. Um, so Chairman Bill Gates and Recorder Richer. 
You both have lost all credibility in any shred of integrity to conduct free, Again, fair, we're not, we're, we're, no outbursts, free, please. fair, and transparent elections here in Maricopa County. When you both opened in 2021 a political action committee to specifically defeat MAGA candidates. That actually was almost our whole ballot for this primary from the Republican Party. So if you think that the public should believe the false narrative of well-run, fair, transparent elections and outcomes, that's, you're sorely mistaken. That's not just a conflict of interest. It's a specific agenda and a pre-bias going into it. So you, at the very least, should have recused yourself from any part of this election, having opened that in 2021. If Florida has 12.4 million more people who live in it than Maricopa or Arizona in general, and they can count their ballots in five hours under hurricane watch, and we are on day nine, we've got problems that we need to address. This is why the public here, you don't like people questioning and you want us to have faith, we don't. There are problems that need to be addressed, systemically addressed, thank you. Thank you very much. And, and, and I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say that's a difference between 2020 and now, is that the, the, the flow of information is increasing through conduits like Truth Social and, and otherwise, people are more aware. And again, did it make a, a, a difference? I think it did. But the, the midterms could have been way worse, number one. Number two, and just think about what they did in Florida for election integrity. We have to implement that other places. Regionally, it's going to be more difficult there because of never Trumpers. And then obviously in Pennsylvania because of terribly, terribly corrupt Democrats. But people are starting to watch and they're starting to, to really outline how some of this works. That's very, very important. Um, but I, I, I haven't, the next clip of the guy, the dreadlocks, the Matt Baker guy, I have not heard this yet. So I expect it to be as good as his last one. I don't know if it is or not, but here he is. Mr. Baker. Good morning. Once again, the eyes of the world are upon Maricopa County for another botched election. Am I here to accuse you of stealing the vote? Heavens no, for that would make me a terrorist, wouldn't it? Let me ask you, if you took your life savings to a bank and the teller put them in a machine and the machine kicked out one out of four of your bills and the teller said, don't worry, we'll put them in box three over here and we'll let you know how many were in there later. We'll send them off to a separate location and someone will be sure to get back to you and tell you how much money you have. Would you be okay with that? No, you would not be okay with that. Now ask yourself the question, which is more valuable, your vote or your money? Now ask a lobbyist that same question. Now ask a campaign manager that question. Now ask Mark Zuckerberg that question, which is more valuable, your money or your vote or your country or this world or the corruption that is taking over every single county in this nation? And then you look into your own soul and you look back at yourself in the mirror and realize that you are the cancer that is tearing this nation apart. Good day. Thank I love that guy. 
Wow. <laughs> and and now I expect him to pull a sword out and stick it in a rock or something. Dude, that guy's <laughs> awesome. He's the man. Um, because I've never seen that. That's that's <laughs> I like that. And here's the thing, dude. I just love the simple fact that those scumbags, like she said prior, you're ex- you expect us not to question this and trust you, and and dude, now it's getting ex- the exposure it should have gotten before, and that exposure is building. We'll see what that equates to. But just to clarify, when he's talking about box number three, what happened? It was kicking balance back, and so and and the Richter guy, Richter, however you say his last name, Baldy McWeirdo. Um, they they did a a PSA him and and one of the other officials. Oh no! You, this is this is regular. Put it in box number three. So the, it was kicking these ballots back, and it was only Republican ballots. They say, and so they're putting them in this box number three, and they take them off site, and we'll count them later. That's what he's saying. So nobody knows. So Carrie Lake's trying putting out these posts. Call this number. Go to this website to see if your ballot needs to be fixed. And here's the problem: the, the Democrat Party, and this is what we're going to have to start doing. And we'll get into that in a little bit. They will call when they're when it's taken all this time. They will any Democrat ballots that got kicked back that couldn't go to the machine because of a discrepancy, a mismarking, or however, mis, uh, maybe the signature verification wasn't proper. They will contact them and have them come there and fix that. Or if they can't contact them, they will uh, allegedly illegally fix it themselves and get it to run the way they want it. That happens. They don't do that with Republicans. They'll let those ballots get, get tossed, not be counted. That and with with a vote, uh, uh, which there, I think it's at 0.6 percent. If it gets down to 0.5, a half a percent, automatic recount is triggered. And so, if more, they were still trying to get Republicans to call in and cure their ballots and fix their ballots, so you had roughly 30,000 vote differential, dude. And we we discussed last week some of the tactics they used. 30,000 ain't anything for them, which they stole a lot more than 30,000, in my opinion. <clears throat> so that's what he's talking about with box number three. Another thing that you're seeing is, is testimony from people, a lot of people. And so a Hispanic guy goes in, lived in Arizona his whole life. And so they're, they're, everything's good. The, the, the poll workers are helping him until they realize he's a registered Republican. Then they won't accept any of his form of ID, and they're, they're accusing him of being an illegal alien. So now if the illegal alien wants to vote Democrat, they'll do everything they can to let them vote. That's the type of stuff we're seeing. And so... The voter, the voter uh, coercion and, and fraud takes many, many forms. And when when people weren't really paying attention in 2020, dude, that's one of the one of several reasons, in my opinion, this is going to take so long to flush out. Is because man, you're seeing all these tactics. Some of the tactics change, and again, tactics are different based on region from some of the research and some of the, some of the evidence that I've seen, and. It, it it was nasty in Arizona. And again, the 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 Katie Hobbs, a lot like Joe Biden, she dude Carrie Lake. Let me say it a different way. Like Trump campaigned like nobody. I mean, dude, she was she was constantly in the media. She was rallies, you name it. So she was constantly visible, and dude, the people loved her. Do her polls? I mean, there was no possible way Katie Hobbs could win, judging by the polling. I mean, it's it's it was so there was such a large disparity. It's not possible. They cheated. I know you. They cheated. You, you absolutely cheated, and so and that's why these people are pissed. How do we avert that in the future? You know, and again, we'll get into some of that. But this, it's and it's bad, especially here because 
the 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 steal is taking place in basically two counties in that state, and the same in Pennsylvania. It's only it's basically occurring in two areas of the entire state, and so really, it's not. It, that's what I'm saying. It's a regional issue where you have to fixate on and concentrate all of your efforts into a very specified region. You see, because the rest of Arizona went red. I, I so was, what are these? What are they doing in Maricopa County? What are these voters doing to? overturn this or how are are they trying to fix this stolen election they're suing right now so and we'll see what again we'll see what but because the thing is once it's certified you ain't getting it undone it's not going to happen we've already seen that so the goal is and is to slow it down and keep it from certification and the thing is too katie hobbs is the secretary of state who did not recuse herself that oversaw this election a massive conflict of interest. You even, and I think we talked about this last week, you even had Democrats requesting that she recuse herself because of the optics of it, which it's absolutely corrupted. Again, you can't, Katie Hobbs specifically, like all Democrats, endorses the wholesale slaughtering of unborn children. Do you think she gives a flying rat's ass about optics and her cheating? She, she'll gleefully and happily cheat like we talked about last week. doesn't matter to her. So the, the fraud is blatant. They're open and they're getting more more boisterous about it. That that that's obviously a big problem. Now this is Harris County, Texas. This and so there was a lot of minority voters, and this is the problem. These minority voters that were tr- traditionally that that voting block is relegated to Democrats, and Democrats thought they had a lock on. I've seen plenty of testimony from Hispanics and Blacks that are registered Republicans, and they're just seeing how big of a problem this is. They're all, so this video is not unique whatsoever. There are dozens and dozens, if not hundreds of these videos out there. And so we'll check this out and then we're going to kind of go through the same phenomenon. We're going to go to a county meeting and it's another barn burner, but check her out. Hello, Houston. I'm at the Sunnyside Multicultural Center. I'm here voting. Oh, I was trying to vote. I got here 5 a.m. It is 8 a.m. I'm going to be working from my car because I'm waiting on the machines to be fixed. Um, I have watched so many cars pull up and drive away, pull up and drive away. I met a young person in line, his first time voting. Couldn't vote, though, because the machines are broken. I did 20 years in the military. I don't tell myself to be anybody's hero. But this is, this is not right, y'all. This is not right. There were old people standing in line and this isn't right. We gotta do better. People should be able to vote. <laughs> and, and like that guy said, man, what, what's more valuable, your vote or your money? And so that's the thing, man. These people are like, there's, there's a reason to be upset. And the thing is, too, man, if you're a Democrat, you're a pervert and you're a pedophile sympathizer. But hey, man, your, your vote should count just as much as mine. And, and it should be fair and may the chips fall where they may, dude. And that's that. So if she's a Democrat, great. Uh, she's not. But the. It, they got to be fair. Now, this is the same county where this took place, and this is beautiful. So, uh, Jerry Monroe lights up Harris County Commissioner's Court with evidence of ballot harvesting voter fraud allegations, and this is three minutes and 20 seconds, and this dude, uh, this is a banger. He's at, it's a different style. Obviously, this is a black gentleman uh, versus the uh, Viking dreadlock guy, but this is just as good, dude. 
because I know more than everybody in here about what you're doing in my district. Yes, sir. I know how you manufacture votes. I know how you leave the votes in the machines. I know how you do it. And the thing is, we're not crazy. No, we're, we're not crazy. We're not, if I go outside of this building and I run a stop sign, I'm going to get stopped. They're going to ask me for what they need to ask me for. If I have warrants, I go to jail. Right? Your election administrator can violate the law and nothing is done. You can't ask the DA to do anything about these people because the voter harvesters worked on her campaign. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Oh, they want to talk. Yeah. See, when I come in the building, I can change the atmosphere. I'm the weatherman. <laughs> because I know what's going on. And they don't have the guts to stop me. They won't threaten me. I wish you would. Do you know what my pronouns are? I wish a would. <laughs> Those are my pronouns. And I stand for everybody in here, yes. everybody in the county. Yes, so I'm going to read you something that came to me during early voting from a election judge, Democratic election judge on October 30th at 1212 p.m. They came by about 3 p.m. to pick up the ballots. My bag can hold 3,000. So my monitor down there with the numbers, they sent me an email to call and request for ballot bag replacement. I did not call them. Why was those ballots moved? Why did they move those machines in the middle of the day? You know why they moved those machines in the middle of the day? Because they manipulated those votes. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna say it in here, and I got I got a little time because we all in the same family. Yes, sir. And I ain't gonna hide nothing from what I feel is the worst criminal that I've ever laid eyes on in two years, Mr. Ellis, and I know you back there watching me. It's me versus you, and I'm gonna drag you like a Persian rug. I'm gonna drag you like, and guess what? I can call, I know y'all, Y'all. they made y'all do something a few weeks ago where you removed a man and all that. I can call him a clown. I can call him whatever I want to call him, according to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, where I won 300000 against HISD for trying to restrict my speech. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you what we ain't going to do. As long as I don't curse him out, and as long as I don't threaten him, I can say what I want. Am I correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We sick and tired of that nigga there. <laughs> we sick and tired of him. And guess what? It's going to be us to take that Negro out that seat. When am I saying that? And the reason he's saying he knows he's back there is because when he when he t took the stage, that that guy took off. Like he he got up and left. He vacated his seat because he didn't want to listen to it. Wow, what a coward! If he yeah. wouldn't even listen to it. Well, that's the thing, and and you just said it. These they're cheating cowards. Yeah. And when they get called on it, they run. And here's the problem for them. Again, would you ever, in 2020 you didn't see really anything like that, especially with Black Americans that I'm aware of. Dude, a lot of people are aware of what's going on, and they're not liking it. And again, the more people that start to watch this and are aware to it, 
the more difficult it's going to become. And that guy had, had a, you saw it, he had an email. I don't know how he intercepted that email, but that's blatant evidence of fraud. And they ain't got no answer for that. And that's the bad thing about these meetings like this. They don't have to say anything because they're going to be operating through their attorneys if they ever make an answer anyway. So this is one of the things that I, that I was pretty excited about, and this is on Gateway Pundit. <clears throat> Anonymous Wisconsin heroes demonstrated how to collapse the Democrat ballot-gathering apparatus. And so there's also something to kind of go along with this next. <clears throat> how Wisconsin street fighters disrupted a, a Democrat ballot-gathering system. Ballots and votes. These two words seem synonymous, yet infer opposite ways to choose a government. There's a big difference between votes and ballots. The Republicans focused on winning votes. The Democrats focused on gathering ballots. When Election Day became Election Month... Mail-in ballots replaced in-person voters. The electoral world changed forever. It's not changing back. Democrats, experts in anything government-related, drove states to change laws, increasing voting days, and loosen voter standards. Republican leadership dozed. And there are several reasons for that. Democrats, leftists, non-governmental organizations, big tech invented every conceivable way to manipulate the ballot process, collect ballots, drop in the street-side bins, fill them out in the, if the voter doesn't. This is a ballot-gathering strategy. It works. Republicans remain stuck in the same voter strategy for the last decade. Yard signs, fundraising, obscure websites, and TV ads. The raw material of the ballot-gathering strategy is the phantom voter or address. Every ballot needs to tie to someone, even if only a name on a list. Live, votable ballots accumulated addresses where the, the, the indicated voter does not reside. Those ballots gathered are the inventory of electoral victory. He who gathers them can vote them. And let me just pause for a second. This is what I'm saying. It took this much time to start to figure out. you got to go through several cycles to start to see exactly every mechanism they're employing to do this. So, so people know ballot harvesting is occurring. People know that the voter rolls need to be clean. People know that they're about, they, they know it kind of like we, we talked about earlier with Ukraine laundering money. You know that they're using mail-in ballots, but you don't know the totality of the mechanics of it. And again, it's going to vary by region. This is Wisconsin specifically, but there's going to be some similarities everywhere as well. <clears throat> the ballot gathering system was frictionless until 2020. Thousands of phantom addresses inhabited every state's voter list. Clever left that ad is so distracting, dude. <laughs> like that is so bad. Clever leftists built a national system. E-R-I-C, Eric, now used by about 30 states to make sure voter rolls projected phantoms. Using in-your-face messaging, Eric claimed it was a resource to keep voter rolls clean. No friction, no challenge. After 2020, everything changed. The once frictionless ballot-gathering apparatus was challenged in every state as voter integrity teams, citizens at kitchen tables, picked apart voter rolls. They quickly found tens of thousands of dead or moved voters. There were innumerable, ad innumerable addresses where no voter could possibly live. For the first time, there was a pushback against ballot gathering. Citizens demanded voter rolls be cleaned and addresses be real. In too many cases, affidavits with photographs of an empty lot where several voters claimed to live failed to convince a judge to action. <clears throat> Pardon me. Not in Wisconsin. Again, from the conservative treehouse. Wisconsin tried essentially the same thing as Pennsylvania and Michigan, except there was already residual election roll cleanup and strong election day turnout, which helps the vote team November 2022. 
A Wisconsin voter integrity team found after reviewing scores of counties and localities, the number of ballots and votes cast lined up. Democrats know how many votes they need and cast them during the forever campaign time in the name of phantoms. Their ballot inventory comes from real ballots sent to fake addresses, then collected by someone, never a Republican, and voted. When evaluating any system, one asks, is there an inherent contradiction? Is there something in the system that when pushed to scale will make it fail or blow up or both? Quiet, anonymous Wisconsin heroes working in a small office, virtually unfunded, proved how to collapse the Democrat ballot-gathering apparatus. For the ballot-gathering strategy to work, Democrats needs ten, need tens of thousands of phantom addresses and voters. A few is not enough. Without thousands of loose ballots tied to phantoms, the edifice comes crashing down. They also need Republicans to do nothing. The Wisconsin team proved in this election, adding even a small amount of friction, removing thousands of phantom names and identifying several hundred thousand incorrect addresses, has a massive impact on the ballot gathering system. Our Wisconsin election heroes applied fractal programming technology funded by Mike Lindell and at scale to find any challenge phantom, find and challenge, I'm sorry, challenge, let me try that one more time. We're not editing. <laughs> Funded by Mike Lindell at scale to find and challenge phantoms. The process explained is explained at www.omega4america.com. That's omega, the number four, america.com. They went to scores of county registers and challenged thousands of phantoms proof in hand. Quietly below the radar, they showed registers whose job it is that Bill Jones was not a real person. They helped clean up addresses that were wrong, either typos or fakes. And re stop right there. Remember 2,000 mules. So, yeah, that evidence is good. What they do were, were, was illegal. But this, so if, imagine if you had people like you had in this one in Arizona watching the polls for these people doing these ballot drops. But a combination of that combined with this would mitigate a lot of it. And that's what's going to happen. And so, but it's incumbent on the people that are that are listening to this and otherwise the people that have this information to become engaged because these people are going to take this 50 to all 50 states if possible. And so if they bring that here, dude, I will 100% absolutely. And we don't, we don't have an overt, visibly apparent problem with this, but I guarantee you those same things are happening here. I would absolutely love to be part of something like this. That would, dude, I would thrive doing this. I would love to be in, I would love to participate in that. Continuing, any one of those addresses was a landing pad for a loose ballot. On election day, the Wisconsin Democrats did not have enough phantoms or mail-in ballots to go around. A Republican senator might have been saved by these actions. The good news of the now permanent ballot gathering strategy is that the Democrats need to keep voter rolls fat with the dead people living in UPS boxes and RV parks. They need to physically gather all those floating ballots and vote them. Republicans have a different, less steep hill to climb. Keep voter rolls as clean as possible. Identify in advance where ballots will be mailed to addresses where nobody lives and shut those ballots down. So how do they physically gather those ballots in the UPS boxes and the trailer parks, RV parks? Dude, they're probably so, and um, um, it gets going to vary by situation, but. Because I have a P.O. box. I mean, you got to have a key to get in it. Well, like, for an example, what, what we saw in. Uh, Ilhan Omar's district. Uh, they they the mules were um, coercing 
And it was like the mob. They were intimidating people. And these, so like the housing complexes, like what was the one in Chicago, Cabrini Green, like those type of big high rise housing complexes where a lot of old folks live. Like, dude, they know when these people come around, dude, you get, uh, they were paying up to $8 a ballot. And so that at that time, they had a guy with like 300 in his car filming himself bragging about the amount of ballots he had. And so that's how they, they make big money doing that. They pay three to eight dollars per ballot. And so ergo in, in an RV park, man, if you're the manager or whatever, and you know that like, hey, man, how many like I'm going to give you X amount of dollars. So, so if you've got X amount of slots, I'm going to give you eight, eight dollars per. They'll pay them off and come get them. But then again, like if, if, and again, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but if, if, if the, uh, the NGO is paying $8, say the mule halves it with them, $4 per ballot for you and four for me and bring them back that way. I mean, it's, it's smart money when you're doing it by the thousands, thousands. Yeah. So where was I at? I'm at, Continuing, I'm sorry. For the Republicans, any friction injected into the ballot-gathering system has disproportionate benefits, so they have an asymmetric advantage. Quote, votes require people, ballots require systems. Republican officials, Republican politicians, and the Republican voters need to switch the emphasis from people, votes, and poll watchers to systems in these states. And that's very, very important. Conservative Treehouse, November 2022, that's where this originally came from. Using fractal programming, the Wisconsin team showed the impact of introducing friction into the ballot gathering system. Even a little friction and everything breaks down. That is leverage, and that is leverage that is with the good guys. The fractal team is working in about 20 states with a rollout to all states for 2024. Right now... Fractal analysis is provided by Mike Lindell and the Fractal team. It needs to go national. Injecting gravel into the Democrat ballot gathering apparatus. Organized voter ballot distribution, voter ballot delivery, and ballot pickup systems need to be in place by the spring of 2023. There should be no other priority for any Republican Party or politician in any state where ballot collection, mail-in ballots, ballot drop boxes, or ballot harvesting is permitted by law. Stop campaigning for votes and immediately switch the entire political operation to electioneering for ballots. Now, the next one, and, and one thing I want to say about Mike Lindell, uh, Bed Bath & Beyond's closed X amount of stores. They're in the tank hard. Mike Lindell's doing just fine. And, <laughs> and so is David Hogg's Good Pillow, only that's not true. Um, What's going on with David Hogg now? Dude, Nothing. He's he's totally irrelevant. <laughs> uh, this is the next one on Citizen Free Press, which is just a, a group of uh, tweets. And uh, I'm not familiar with this particular woman, Harmeet Dillon. <clears throat> Thank you for saying this, Charlie. We work, or actually, let me do Charlie Kirk's post first. The pure grit and tenacity of the Patriots in New York and California retires Nancy Pelosi as speaker. Our sincerest gratitude and appreciation to the activists who refuse to give up. And then she responds, thank you for saying this, Charlie. We work for every vote in a winnable race, often outperforming registration and top of ticket for our winners. Without aggressive curing and harvesting in the right California communities, we wouldn't have the house today. <clears throat> Scroll down. Keep going. So this is Charlie Kirk again. 
The House of Representatives is GOP-controlled thanks to how we performed in states with the most liberal ballot harvesting and vote-by-mail laws, New York, Oregon, and California. We can master this system. Democrats are praying that we refuse to try. The Rubicon has been crossed. I don't like it, but it's time to win. We will build the most sophisticated and aggressive legal ballot harvesting operation in America and never let this garbage happen again. I'm, I'm not necessarily a fan of that, but, and here's election wizard, drop boxes at gun shows, churches, construction sites, and MAGA rallies, so let it be written, let it be done. Um, <laughs> and, 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 you know, I don't, I don't like that. I get what he's saying. Man, the, the, the drop boxes need to go, period. But if, if they're going to exist... In those in those states, I could make an argument either way. Because the thing is, man, like if like ballot harvesting is legal in these states, like the things we were just discussing, it's illegal in most states. But in Democrat controlled one, controlled ones, a lot of time it will be legal. <clears throat> and so you're playing their own dirty game and I, I, I don't like it. Yeah. Cause I mean, there's there. And the thing is though, too, with that, like that's not going to keep them from putting, installing the phantom fictitious vote. And we don't need to do that either. Dude, it needs to go to paper ballots, election day, vote, no early voting at all. And that's the thing that the politicians, it's not the citizenry necessarily do. The politicians have been proven to be wholly irresponsible with any of that. But and without going way too far into it, man, like the or being like too conspiratorial, the just the globalist influence on our country, like the, I don't know that. I mean, they they don't want us to have fair elections. I'll put it to you that way, dude. This is a fight, and that's 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 one of my main points of contention, is that a lot of people are upset because the the media's portrayal <clears throat> of how the midterms went blaming Donald Trump. Donald Trump's not an elected politician right now. Dude, the Republican Party completely botched the midterms because they didn't want to back his candidates. Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, both kept funding away from Trump-endorsed candidates. Um, they, they, it's almost as if they did everything they can. It's just like John McCain uh, selling us out on Obamacare just to spite Donald Trump. Like, they don't care if the American people get crapped on as long as they and their corrupt team win so they can continue to do what they do and enrich themselves at our expense. So the, these, these people are so far removed from what a statesman is supposed to be, it's not even funny. And, but the, these people are upset, and I was seeing a lot on Truth Social, of, and, and you got to be careful with, you know, when a lot of our, our audience comes from Truth Social, you got to be careful when you talk about the QAnon stuff. And there's, certain, there's levels to the QAnon stuff, dude. It's, it's very weird. So um, they, they're, they're saying, oh, we got sold a false bill of goods because... Um, you know, Donald Trump announces candidacy and not, you know, mass arrests because, you know, it's embarrassing for me to say some of this stuff, but people really believe this, that, like, Joe Biden's been dead for two years because Joe Biden's earlobe doesn't connect properly. Really? That's what people are saying? Not all, but some. Like, that's kind of like... What do you mean his earlobe don't connect properly? So, 2016 Joe Biden, like, your earlobe, like... See how like here it, it dips in yeah. and could, like this hangs down. His was like that. And now this piece connects straight to his face, and like so people make the argument that that's not, 
You know what I mean? Like, you can't change that with, like, plastic surgery, which he's had a facelift. It's very obvious to me that he's had a facelift. So I remember, like, uh, Vanderlei Silva, which is a very popular fighter. If anybody's been watching MMA for any amount of time, he's a Brazilian guy. And uh, he had a lot of scar tissue built up on his face, and he looked kind of like a – almost like a Sharpay in the face, like the dog. Like, yeah. And uh, – which he was an extremely violent fighter in his heyday. He was a bad dude, but a uh, very intimidating guy, looking guy. But he got a face – he got a lot of the removed, so basically a facelift and like, his – so instead of like his brows kind of hanging down to make him look like Sharpay, like it looked like he was surprised all the time. Like, <laughs> so that's kind What's of what's the guy's name? Vanderlei Silva. So okay. it's just yeah. uh, W A N D E R L E I Silva. Um, if you put Juan like W A N D Silva, he'll pop up. But uh, the uh, and again, he might not. He'll look normal to you at post surgery because you didn't know what he looked like before. So he might look kind of normal, but to me, it looks like he's kind of surprised all the time. But uh, we're excited. But anyways, that kind of reminds me of how Joe Biden, like his face was kind of saggy, and that's what a facelift does. It tightens everything up, and I think that that earpiece would have been in there. So now we're getting way off topic, but the uh, but yeah, the so you know these people like a lot of the aspects of this ideology, man, or or, or fantasy. And these people were really upset with Donald Trump because, like, he wasn't announcing that people were going to be arrested. Like, I was seeing these things on there. Like, I, I was really shocked, dude, at the, at the level of um, of uh, anger because people believed that there was going to be, like, there was, like, signals from Donald Trump that he was going to – I don't know, man. I don't get it. Did you see him? Yeah. What do you think? Does he look surprised? <laughs> it's very interesting. Yeah. 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 So – um, but yeah, I, I don't know, man, like people, that was basically all that to say that this part of this theory, people believe that the, you know, they say the military is the only way the military is going to get involved. Now, this is real stuff that these people say. Do you think it's because people watch too many movies? Partially? Yes. But yes. And video absolutely. games. Yes. And they're just wrapped up in, in their own kind of fairy tale life. I think that that I think that 2020 was so traumatizing. It was just, don't don't get me wrong. Like this this QAnon theory stuff occurred before that, but um, I never and, heard and of we, it. We, well, we've talked about it before, kind of like the, in the very first episodes. And my estimation of what that was, not to get way too deep into it, but and, and maybe I'm crazy, dude. But like the so PizzaGate, which was based around John Podesta's emails, who is uh, one of the main campaign advisors of Hillary Clinton. And he looks like a weird little. He looks like uh, what's that thing? Uh, my pretty, my precious from no uh, Lord of the Rings. No editing. I got it. We're good. <laughs> what's it called? Schmeagle. I don't know what it's called, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, my pretty, that little creepy thing. I don't know. He looks like that thing. So anyway, um, he. Uh, and th- I mean, this is real. The terminology that was they were talking about having a, a party in Chicago, and what it was, it was this. Uh, Bromovich, uh, Marina Bromovich, like the Serbian, like quote unquote abstract artist that does like these weird, like the, like these weird satanic ritualistic party things, man. They'll have like a cake that looks like a disemboweled human, which is very weird, obviously. Yes. But like she would like smear, smear blood and urine on the wall or quote unquote fake blood. And they called it spirit cooking. And so this was in Hillary Clinton's and John, John Podesta's emails. And Hillary Clinton was on the email chain. I can't remember the specifics, this, that, and the other. It's like who was on there, this, that, and the other. But Hillary Clinton would have been attending, okay? And so dinner theater, they call it. And uh, and you can look this woman up. But 
um, very disturbing stuff. But the vernacular, the, the terminology they were using was food. Like they were talking about these different, like pizza, this, and it was very weird because it wasn't fitting to the conversation. Like it was very abstract in the way that it was used. So, and this is real. Like the FBI, like the pedophile stuff, like the talk for child traffickers, they use this terminology to describe certain aspects of male, female children, you know, the hair color. They use these different food things to describe that. That's a real thing. And they were doing that in this email. That's why people, you know, and the, the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing, dude, Bill Gates had an attachment to him, realize this. People, like, it just goes away because the mainstream media is not going to talk about it, but he had a very close relationship with that guy. We talked about it on here. Bill Clinton had a very close relationship with that guy. Jeffrey Epstein had a picture of, of Bill Clinton in his home in a, the blue dress that yes. Monica Lewinsky wore. Yes. What is that? Nobody's going to, like, the mainstream media is never going to talk about it. What the what What on earth was that? Yeah. So, you tell me I I'm the crazy it. one. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. So, here's the thing. So, there was the, a pizza parlor in Washington, D.C., a, a ping pong pizza. I can't remember the name. It was supposed to be where this was going on. And, uh, what, you just kick a breaker? Minor technical difficulties running the heater. Anyway. That's what happens when you got four of them at the same time. Unedited. Yeah, because we're in this old barn. Blue yeah. collar blacklisted. Yeah. Email us info at bcblpodcast.com. Leave us a rating, please. Five stars. Or and, more. Yeah. Double up. Use your wife's phone. That'd be great. Yeah. Please. Ten stars. Begging you. We get uh -huh. paid zero dollars. Zero. That's why we're in a barn yeah. with hay. So anyway, the uh I, and so all that to say, I believe that was all authentic. So I, hang I, on, hang on. I need to know where this ping pong pizza place is. It's in an affluent suburb of Washington, D.C., right? I think on the border with Maryland or something. Is it called ping pong pizza? I believe it is. Huh. Don't go there because somebody went there and shot it up, and like that's when he made national news. And But what I think happened was they started, after the, that happened, is when like the Q stuff came out to this. So basically what that is, is like this anonymous person on, on a, a website dropping these cryptic like, uh, messages about being a high level or high cl clearance person in intelligence within the federal government. It's, you know, and like so people take these uh, abstract things and kind of run with them and develop their own. It's so like, you know, you have people on YouTube and message forums and Substack like analyzing the things that this person posts and like, by my estimation, not a lot of that stuff has come to, or really any of that stuff has come to fruition. And, but I think what happened is to draw away from things like Jeffrey Epstein and ping pong pizza, they, they, they created this thing so that people would throw the baby out with the bathwater and discount, discount his entirety. So basically they muddied the waters and like a litter box, they just used a bunch of garbage to cover up the emails and what was, what I think was probably legitimate concern as far as, it just doesn't make a lot of sense, man. Why? Why? What? What on earth would you be doing in your emails talking with it, these these things? You know what I mean? Talking. Yeah. It was very very weird, and I can't remember how it got linked back to that that particular pizza parlor. But again, I'm not like super hip up on that stuff, man. Like, but it's it's but now now this day and age, man. Like, uh, which which Kennedy was it that wrecked off Martha's crisis his plane off Martha's Vineyard? Was that Junior? He's still alive. Uh, He's a, was it? No, I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't remember at this point. But he's still alive. And oh, no, you're talking about JFK Jr. Yes. In the airplane. Right. Yeah, he's still alive. And he's coming back, and he's going to be Trump's 
vice president. No. They said, though, this person, this anonymous person posted this, and so people say that. He's coming back. That's what they say. So my point is, people are living in fantasy when, dude, real stuff like what I just described is going on. This fight is real. This fight's ongoing. It's good versus evil. The earth is Satan's domain. Therefore, dude... This fight's never over, and like again, when you're when you're combating people that that uh, for the third time, I think I'm reiterating today that gleefully, you know, as, as a as a political platform, take great joy in murdering the unborn and slaughtering the unborn and ripping them out of the womb and doing all the grotesque things that we've described here in gory detail before, and even watch some. These people don't care. Like there is nothing they won't do. So, what do you think these Democrats? are doing when you have these QAnon people saying that JFK is coming back and he's going to be Trump's running mate. I mean, do you think they're all sitting around laughing? Like, look at these. I think they're behind it. I mean, I I think that that the power, like, I think that the CIA is beyond that. I'm flabbergasted by the the people would think that that guy's still alive and he's going to reappear. But some people think that Tupac and Michael Jackson's still alive. Michael Jackson's definitely dead because of his funeral was like this big deal. Who's who's was bigger, him or St. George Kirby? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I think St. George oh, Kirby's, boy. right? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I, I, I don't know. Uh, Elvis is still alive, too. But we've got more to get to. I don't know how we even got off on that tangent. But, yeah, the uh, – and – We've got uh, Moms for Liberties back in the news. So, and I think we can, so this is on uh, NBC News of all places, and this is beautiful. You'll love this, Buford. Moms for Liberty back school board members fire superintendent banned critical race theory. The Berkeley County South, South Carolina school board made several big moves in its first meeting after the election. The board's former chair said it was a political witch hunt. On Tuesday evening, the Berkeley County School District in South Carolina swore in the board members who were elected last week six of whom were endorsed by the conservative conservative actus group Moms for Liberty. That is not supposed to happen. I had that turned off. That's on Do Not Disturb. No idea how that happened. Let me uh, take it off Bluetooth. There we go. Sorry for that, folks. This is unedited and raw, like Eddie Murphy. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the... Drew that was on that got the yeah. school board position. He was endorsed by a conservative group locally, so uh, that's how that works. Within two hours, the school board had voted to fire the district's first black superintendent, terminate the district's lawyer, ban critical race theory, and set up a committee to decide whether certain books and materials should be banned from schools. In addition, the board voted to replace the chair with Mac McQuillan, a local attorney and one of the board members backed by Moms for Liberty. The rapid moves Tuesday in the Berkeley County District, the fourth largest in the state, showed the impact of Mom for Liberty's focus on electing conservative school board members and prompted uproar among some community members in attendance. Moms for Liberty said it has endorsed more than 500 school board candidates across the country this year, 49% of whom have won. The organization's candidates were highly successful in Florida, but they had mixed results in Arkansas, California, and Michigan, and other states. Moms for Liberty celebrated the six candidates' wins in Berkeley County as an example of flipping a school board in favor of people who, quote, value parental rights. Four of the candidates, including McQuillan, were incumbents, while the two others were new to the board. They promised more curriculum transparency and fiscal responsibility and put a stop to the woke agenda. 
Moms for Liberty celebrated the board's first votes on Facebook posting Wednesday. Six new board members clean house the first night on the job. Boom, wow. So, again, man, good things are happening. But it's just going to, again, take more people getting up, activating, and getting involved in a fight that never ends. And I think that for, for the conservative movement, I think that's what we've been complacent for way too long and maybe thought we re-owed things. But voting every two years right now is not going to cut it, man. These these people, they're they're doing they're working day and night. Ballot harvesting operations are planned way ahead of time, and and that hence the reason you have someone like Katie Hobbs that refuses to debate her opponent or even campaign, just like Joe Biden, because dude they they were playing the long game from far out. So, um, things like this are possible, dude. Starting at the lower level and using that same that that same the same tactics throughout throughout every election so next we have uh kanye west and i thought this was just absolutely fascinating dude um and i think this explains a lot so uh this i, I don't know who took this this is a, a truth from ship 1776 either way um it's like a tmz video or something like that I've got you sitting in the vehicle talking to somebody, so I don't know how long this is, but let it rip. It's scary. They can't control you. They can't. They, they, they try to suppress you, but that's how they try to try to categorize. They can't control me. You get what I'm saying? They can control Shaq. They can control Charles Barkley. They can control LeBron James. They can control Jay-Z and Beyonce. That's the only person that I serve. My mom ain't here. My mama was sacrificed. Me too. You understand? Yeah. Increase Michael too. Jordan. What about him? His daddy, right? Bill Cosby, his son, right? Dr. Dre, his son. You know, out in Hollywood, a lot of people come up missing. Feels like it might be a lot of that in order to control, traumatize. They want to monetize and traumatize. And God loved me. You understand? They, they hit me. Gap, Adidas, all that away. Still, Forbes, who hate me, right? Had to write net worth 400 million. Jesus is king. God loved me. That's more important than thinking of life. That's the thing. You know what I'm saying? It's, and this truth is going to be heard. Y'all saying none of y'all meek mills, y'all puffies, y'all little boozy, none of these names, none of these people that have to listen to y'all because they're dealing with, they have legal, I never killed nobody, right? I'm the pussy that never killed nobody, right? But that means I can say whatever I want and not go to jail. I don't know exactly what that means. Put that cancel right there. I don't know exactly what that means. But, it, you know, isn't it weird he's talking about the people that didn't go along with their narrative. Because I like that's one of the things that we talked about that, man, with uh, uh, 
come on, man, the the old comedian, the old black comedian, the pudding commercials. Uh, he just said his name. Bill Cosby. Uh, yeah. Bill Cosby. Um, they they came after him. The 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 left did, and the accusations started to fly after he started telling black American young men to to get right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know, but I I played that to segue into these leaked texts, and this is on RadarOnline.com. Quote, I was mentally diagnosed. Kanye West leaks text from personal trainer who allegedly had the rapper institutionalized in 2016. Embattled rapper Kanye West returned to social media this week and leaked a series of texts between himself and his former friend and personal trainer who allegedly first had him institutionalized for manic bipolar disorder in 2016. RadarOnline.com has learned... In the series of newly posted messages between Kanye and Harley Pasternak, the trainer appeared to give the college dropout rapper two options, sit down and have a reasonable, converse, reasonable conversation or be institutionalized. <clears throat> Quote, first, you and I sit down and have a loving and open conversation, but you don't use cuss words, and everything that is discussed is based in fact and not some crazy stuff that that dumb friend of yours told you or you saw in a tweet Kanye's former trainer told him. Second option, Pastor Nat continued, I have you institutionalized again, where they medicate the crap out of you, and you go back to zombie land forever. Play date with the kids just won't be the same. But after leaking the messages between him and his former celebrity trainer, the former billionaire argued he was, quote, mentally diagnosed. Misdiagnosed. What, I'm sorry, misdiagnosed. I apologize. Uh, what should be obvious by now is that I was raised to stand for my truth regardless of the consequences, Kanye wrote. So I will say this again. I was mentally misdiagnosed and nearly drugged out of my mind to make me a manageable, well-behaved celebrity. And so, what, as Radar Online previously reported, Kanye has essentially been canceled following a troubling series of insensitive actions and borderline anti borderline anti-Semitic comments over the course of only a few weeks. First, the 45-year-old rapper chose to wear a line of White Lives Matter, although the trademark was later revealed to be already legally acquired by a different party to his Paris fashion show in, in early October. Mere days later, the rapper turned fashion designer went on a public tirade via social media seemingly slamming the lives of Jewish people worldwide. Reverso, did you know about this? No, I didn't. I don't. Um, so, d one of the things that makes me think is they drug me to make me a good celebrity. And when you see people like Alec Baldwin and just so many of those people when they're out in public and they look like hell, I mean, just absolute trash. Dude, Think about this for a minute, dude. I'm, I'm thinking out loud. I've never thought about this before until just now, literally. But when you see those people walking around, like, I've never even seen my next-door neighbors or anybody in my neighborhood walking around looking that crappy, like, depleted and, like, underdressed and just, like, tr like crap. And, like, that's almost all celebrities, man. Even when you see them on the beach, they look like garbage. <laughs> I mean, do you, right? Like, a lot of the time. I wonder why that is. Because I'm, I'm now, now maybe I'm a QAnon person. I don't know. I think a lot of those people are controlled. MK, and I, I saw this on Tucker Carlson, so this is a derivative of something that he said, but I think that it's accurate, man. Like, MK Ultra was a real thing. Mind control is a real thing, and that technology didn't get worse and get left behind. It got better. 
And you're talking about medicating this guy. To, and he's even saying it himself, you want me to be a good celebrity. And so given the things he was saying in that previous video, it seems to me that what he's saying is, dude, you you say this or we'll control you and make you say it. Because, dude, the, and, and look how soulless so many of them are. It's so satanic, the satanic symbolism that is rife in Hollywood. Man, these people sold their souls, dude. That's why they're all the same. There is zero differentiation in thought process from Hollywood elite. Nothing. They're all the same. From the, the, the newest, youngest ones you've never heard of. And I wonder if this is last week we talked. To, I don't remember who I was talking about. Billie Eilish. Eilish? Eilish? Anybody? Man, it's Eilish. Like, I have no idea where this person even came from. Did we talk about this last week? No. Like, I was talking to somebody during this week. Like, where did this person even come from? Like, like, oh, like they just sprung up organically on YouTube. No, that didn't happen because YouTube's all controlled too. And there's a lot, like, what little bit I've seen of her in headlines on conservative news sites, there's a lot of satanic symbolism and dialogue or in, in talk from this, this little girl. Like, it looks kind of like a boy, but... And dresses like real weird and awkward, like big hangy like clothes. And so there's no again differentiation between her political rhetoric and somebody as old as Tom Hanks. It's identical. They're all the same. Like there are no conservative celebrities. Everybody knows this. Why is that? Like, dude, you're talking about injecting this. Like, dude, your person quote quote unquote personal trainer. How many personal trainers are there out there that that do that to their clientele. And that's a celebrity personal yeah. trainer. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, I think they're all controlled. It makes total sense. I mean, do, am I crazy? Maybe. I don't think so. What do you think? Uh, I think that you're probably on the right path. That's, that's disturbing, I mean, dude. When you think about it, after him saying stuff like that. He's just one that, yeah. that, that, that's, that's breaking free and yeah. talking, dude. And see, think about it. He only named black celebrities. There's plenty of others that aren't black. And look, take us to this next story. And you tell me, dude, because this person's been doing this crap her whole career. And don't get turned on when you say, oh, well, wait a minute. Hey, before we do that, we might as well, because this is the last story, we'll quantify this as everybody's favorite segment. By the way, leave us a five-star review, please. I'm talking to everybody, please. Get your wife's phone. Do it. We got, dude, we got so many listeners and only 28 reviews. I want to get it to 50 at least. Keith, a, that's you. Yeah, be two, a badge of... Two, two reviews two by re- next week. By tomorrow, because this will post tonight. Um, Yeah, and you can find us on Truth Social uh, at Blue Collar Blacklisted Podcast. Find us online and email us uh, info at bcblpodcast.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is This Week in Idiot Cross-Dressing Confused Moron Pervert Democrat Nutjob Wackos. Y'all ready for this? That's such a great song. James Gandolfini in there? We'll, we'll get complaints. He's a fag. Nice and clear. <clears throat> he was just waiting to the end. Oh, I got it. So we are on Gateway Pundit. What's that headline? Let me have it. And so she did something. <coughs> hey, look, that's only the first cough. This I'm getting better. Wow, you are. My huh? long COVID's ending. 
I bet Reverso's happy about that. Captain Reverso has a uh, what? What would you call it? Fear of sickness. Yes. Yeah, he's a hand sanitizer. So is that like uh, he's the hand sanitizer? Arachnophobia or something? Yes. I don't know what the technical term is. Madonna is at it again with new creepy social media post. <laughs> Drinks water out of a dog bowl. So there's a still shot there. Um, no, so wait, I guess no, no, that no. Would I think you can so, play that because there's a volume button. So that's a, I guess well, that would classify her as a. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, okay. So it says it's a yeah. screenshot. Is there a. So this is gateway pundit. Is there a geriatric nurse in the house? Someone needs to take away Madonna's social media privileges. The material girl has raised eyebrows and concerns about recent social media posts that have gone from bizarre to disturbing. The singer, who previously said she thought about blowing up the White House while President Trump was still inside, looks unrecognizable in recent posts. Let me pause right there, change the subject like I'm prone to do. I saw a story about the Cash Me Outside girl. Remember her? Oh. Believe that. Catch me outside. Like, I can't remember what, like, if it was Maury Povich or what show she was on. Was it Dr. Phil? It was Dr. Phil. Catch me outside. How about that? Dude, she looks like a demon, dude. She had, like, all this surgery and stuff. Her skin is, like, like, discolored. Are you looking it up? Yeah. It's very, very creepy, dude. But anyway. I just thought about it because I said she's unrecognizable. I guess and she, Madonna just finally figured out she's a female dog. Well, What's she looks like a cat or something. She's very, very weird looking. The 64-year-old posted topless photos of herself with tiny emoji emojis to cover up her nipples, and the material girl is looking a little weathered. Desperate for attention and perhaps relevance, Madonna's latest weird foray onto social media platforms is an Instagram post showing a carousel of photos which gets odder and odder. After several benign photos posing with a motorcycle and artwork, she is shown posing in a sexual manner with a sriracha bottle and mustard bottle. But that isn't the end. The final installment includes a video of her on the floor on all fours licking water out of a dog bowl. <laughs> says, what in the world is going on? Hard to decide what's more unsettling, the post itself or the almost 100,000 likes it generated. So maybe we can, can we watch this? Yeah, this is it. Let's watch it. Oh, excellent. So there she is on the motorcycle. Boy, she is. Look, she looks like a demon. Look at her lips. She is grotesque, dude. And imagine what she looks like with no makeup, how bad it is. Tons of plastic surgery. That's just... Oh, Nice. <laughs> it looks like she's losing her hair. It looks like uh, she's probably being injected with something to act this way. Alrighty. Yeah, because she, you know, she's a big anti-Trump Democrat, wacko, nut job, pervert. Golly, I didn't even know she was still alive. Yeah, dude, I don't know anything that. She, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I get her. I, I used to get her and Cindy Lauper confused. I don't know who is who. I don't know who that is. She was from the eighties. It was like pop or something. Like I think it's the girls just want to have fun. Oh yeah, like, is that Cindy Lauper? I have no idea. I've never heard the song. You've never heard that. 
I've heard the song. Oh, That's oh, what okay. I said. Well, I've it's heard a the miracle song. that you've heard it because you really don't know anything about I don't any know of my who, references. Yeah, I know. I just don't know who Cindy Whopper is, but I've heard the song. <laughs> <laughs> That's a second cough. Yeah, that's fine. Dude. It's toward the end of the show. I think I earned it. Long COVID's back. That was only because I was laughing. Oh, and I'm, I'm I'm morbidly obese. so. Hence the Whopper reference. Well, last yes. week you did have like four cookie dough milkshakes. You had like three I bacon did. cheeseburgers. <laughs> I had at, two. At steak and shakes. I so. had two. Hey, listen. The uh, What's the place the, that's coming here now? Whataburger. No, it's the place that you got uh, uh, owned in Washington. Nah, I don't know what you're talking about. The, it's the it's the place where DeBazio had the hamburger from. Steak, Come Shake on, Shack, man. Shake Shack. No, but so anyways, with Madonna, <laughs> dude. I mean, I think that that, and you can find this commonality amongst so many celebrities. Man, you guys are depraved weirdos. There is no telling what other people are doing, and that's the thing. Hollywood chooses who to promote. And they promote people that they can manipulate. That's obvious. That's why I've never made it. And take an, take an example. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> how many bad actors and terrible singers and, and stuff like that come out? Like, it's plenty. Like, dude, there's no authentic real artist. Like, you have fake fake trash because it's all it's all fake, man. Hollywood's the fakest thing, and it's a cesspool, literally run by child molesters, dude. And look at it, man. Like, yeah, look at Weinstein. Exactly. Exactly. What else? Is that it? Is that it? You got something to add to this, Reverso? No. This is live. It is raw. It is uncut. It is unedited. And we just did it. And it's posting right now. So thank you, everyone, for listening. We will be back for another raw, unedited, uncut, Eddie Murphy style. You get the reference. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Next week, sure. please leave us a uh, review if you're feeling uh froggy and leave us a five-star rating if you liked it if you didn't like it leave a five-star rating and uh you can hate any we'll be here uh thursday next week 7 to 10 p.m eastern time 561-363-6060 thursday's thanksgiving no so we don't know what we're doing next week maybe wednesday i did not realize thanksgiving was that fast i got some things i need to square up before then Hey, well, if we don't talk to you before, then everybody have a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, Captain Reverso. Uh, we will see you next week. Uh, info at bcblpodcast.com. Boom, roasted. Thank you. That's too true for radio. No, you can't sing about it. They'll show you the door. Because Nashville ain't got any balls anymore. They cast you aside, hope you'll tuck tail and leave. But you ain't ever met an old boy quite like me Well, I'd rather be real than put on a fake show But that's too true for